Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural cycles, to improve health, and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I am so glad you're listening today. On today's episode, we'll be talking about what a normal menstrual cycle is, how we define that by numbers or characterizations, and just a few of the things that can make your cycle become abnormal. I would start off by reminding you that sometimes we talk about your menstrual cycle as the fifth vital sign that can give you a good picture as to your overall health, as well as having very sensitive biomarkers of your hormone status on a day-to-day basis. I would encourage you to consider looking at your menstrual cycle as another sign that can kind of tell you, hey, what's going on with my body? Is something irregular or do things look pretty normal? There's so much information out there now where people can view what appears to be a normal cycle. They see that they don't match up to the specific criteria provided, and they start to get worried about why they don't have that perfect textbook cycle in number of days or certain length of part of their cycle. So really, I just want to talk a little bit more today about what's normal, what's abnormal, and when do we need to evaluate further. So as always, I'd like to start off with a patient's story. So we're going to talk about a young patient of mine named Jill, and she came to me because she was really concerned that her period wasn't happening on the same day every month. Her mother had told her that if her cycle starts on the first of this month, then she should start again on the first of next month. And Jill was really concerned because sometimes her cycle started on the first, but sometimes it was a few days later or a few days earlier than that. But over time, it kept getting pushed back further and further. And over the course of a year, it was never on the same day, sometimes not even close. Jill was really concerned about what that meant from a standpoint of being able to track her cycles. As a young teenager, she was not currently trying to get pregnant, but she did want to have a better understanding of when her period was going to come so that she could be prepared as she was going through her day as a high school student. She wanted to be able to predict when her period was coming, so she had her supplies with her and everything was good to go. So, in Jill's case, we started off, as we always do, with having her chart her cycles. We recommended a method that would allow her to track not only when she was having her period, but more importantly, when she was ovulating. And I'll explain a little bit more why that's so important later on. But what we were able to identify through her charting was really that her cycles were pretty normal. Charting helped her to gain confidence that what she was experiencing was within normal limits. But it also gave her an idea of when her cycle was going to happen more predictably, which gave her the tools she needed to be able to have independence in charting her cycles. You know, this was really important even though she wasn't trying to get pregnant because she wanted to have a better understanding of, am I healthy? Is this normal? Because Jill eventually wanted to be able to have babies, but she also knew that she wanted to be able to treat any problems that were there prior to that point in time. So let's start off with a few basic things about menstrual cycles. What's normal? What's not? One of the things that most people ask is, what are the number of days between each cycle? So we classify your menstrual cycle by saying day one is the first day that you have bleeding, 
And I'm not talking, oh, spotting a little bit. That's, hey, I actually am needing to utilize some type of feminine hygiene product in order to manage the flow of blood that's happening. So that's considered day one. And then what we do is that we count each subsequent day forward until you have your next menstrual cycle. So say you count forward 28 days, and then you start bleeding again, and then you would start over with counting day one again. So your cycle would be considered to be a 28-day cycle. When we look at a normal menstrual cycle, this can actually range anywhere between 25 to 35 days and still be considered within normal range. Now, this can change from month to month for each woman, depending upon what else was going on with her cycle, depending upon when she ovulated, what her stress level was like, what her calorie intake and exercise level were like. There are so many factors that can change this from month to month. But overall, it's important to know that it can be normal, even within that much of a range, to have a cycle every 25 to 35 days and still be considered okay. The other piece that we look at is how many days are you actually bleeding? Ideally, we want that to be somewhere around seven days or less. Anything that's beyond that seven-day mark, we start to get concerned about excessive bleeding or something else that may be going on that's causing that bleeding. And if we have that over a longer period of time, that can actually lead to anemia or low blood counts. And obviously, low blood counts can be a bad thing for a number of reasons, but really being able to correct the number of days of excessive bleeding is really important. The other thing that we evaluate with people who are tracking their cycle, and part of the reason that I always recommend that we're tracking when you ovulate, is because knowing your day of ovulation is actually a much better predictor as to when your next menstrual cycle is going to begin. On average, we say that most women will start their period about 12 days after they have ovulated. This is typically consistent within plus or minus three days to be considered normal. So, for example, you could have anywhere from 9 to 15 days from the time that you've ovulated until you start the first day of your next menstrual cycle and that could be considered normal. However, one extra piece that becomes really interesting is that we watch as a woman tracks her cycle over time, what we find is that each woman typically has about the same number of days from when she's ovulated until she has that next menstrual cycle, and we call that your luteal phase. So within your luteal phase, typically your cycle is going to start within one day of whatever your baseline is every single month. So for example, when Jill was tracking her cycles, we found that after she was tracking her ovulation time, her luteal phase was approximately 11 days. And as we tracked that over the course of a few months, we realized that she fell within either 10, 11, or 12 days of her luteal phase, and that was completely consistent across the board. And so that's why I mentioned it's important to know when that ovulation time is, because that way, once she ovulated, Jill could count forward. And she said, okay, between 10 to 12 days from now, that's when I'm going to have my period. And that's when she was really able to be able to plan for when her cycle was going to begin and give her that fertility awareness that she needed. 
you know, I can't overstate the extreme importance of this. And and really just sometimes it's that aha moment that people need to understand that even if it's not perfect, they can actually predict their cycles when they understand their luteal phase. Your period is not just some random time that happens whenever it wants. The variable part of your cycle is during the first part of your cycle or during the follicular phase when that developing egg is being released. This also explains why your cycle can be different every month, as the follicular phase can change length while the luteal phase stays fairly consistent. When we look at your chart and you have cycles where this month may be 25 days, the next month is 32 days, you can jump from 28 and then up to 34 days, and this can be completely normal even within the same person. What typically doesn't change, though, is if you look at that luteal phase and we say, okay, there was consistently X number of days in that luteal phase. And that's where we can say, hey, things are good. Things are normal. Everything is okay. Now, there are, of course, many medical reasons why you can have an abnormal cycle. And we will continue to have different episodes on this podcast where we talk about different disease processes that can cause abnormalities in your cycle. But for today, as a starting point, let's focus on what's normal. And that's the first step to understand what is normal so that I can know if there is truly anything abnormal that requires additional evaluation. My encouragement for you today would be to seek out the care of a trained fertility educator. Now, we have multiple instructors that work with us at Radiant Clinic that are certified to teach Creighton Model or FEM. Both of those models are great to learn, and they are both methods that once you learn them, You can carry them with you for the rest of your menstrual cycle days, regardless of what your intention is regarding pregnancy. So even if you're like Jill and you're not trying to get pregnant right now, or especially if you are trying to get pregnant, having somebody who can walk with you and understand that charting can be really crucial as far as understanding what needs to happen next. Is your menstrual cycle normal or not? And if it's not, What needs to happen next? These trained fertility educators are able to work with you to help you determine at what point, if any, do I need to go and seek help from a medical professional in order to figure out why things may be abnormal with your cycles. I would love to help get you scheduled with an instructor for fertility awareness charting to be able to track your cycles and ovulation to have a better understanding of what's going on and really help you to feel more confident in knowing, are my cycles normal or are they not? Go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to learn how our care model for natural women's health care could benefit you. You can also request an appointment with a fertility educator to learn one of our recommended models. From our website, you may also schedule an in-person appointment to see me in the Cedar Rapids area or arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support, and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.